Dr. Rosenshine is with us live via telephone. Of course, uh, when we think of um, of uh, Mishkan and Patach and all the things that Dr. Rosenshine is responsible for helping to found and helping to run over all the years, uh, plus, of course, his work with the task force for children and families at risk and many, many other things, in addition, of course, to his uh, private practice and all the influence he's had on so many organizations and institutions. Dr. Rosenstein, I proudly say, was carefully listening to our conversation with Tal Basali, which he appreciated very much, especially as people are pursuing more online uh, options for education. And uh, he, he told me off the air that there might be a population that we are not uh, paying enough attention to during this coronavirus. Dr. Joel Rosenstein, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM and the AM. I hope you are healthy and well. Good morning. Good morning, Rav Nachum. I'm sorry you forgot one of the most important things, a friend of Rav Nachum. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, right. you, you, sound, you, you sound great, thank God. I hope you're doing fine during this uh, yeah, isolation. Thank you. Listen, the biggest challenge we had, my wife and I, was doing the Seder together. We figured out we had never done it alone, ever. Wow. Who asked, <laughs> who the, asked the we Madish... were married 63 years ago. <laughs> who asked the Madishtana? <laughs> my wife. And she did a great job. It's she funny. sold the Alpha Coleman and she didn't want anything. This was great. <laughs> wow, you got a break this year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not from thank God. There's always little blessings in this terrible situation, but the special education children are at home. The uh, Even those living in residences are at home because the schools are all closed. And this is a terrible challenge for every one of these parents. And we have to think of ideas and things to help them. So I, I was thinking, for example, if someone is at home with an autistic child who has a certain level of ability or a mildly dis- learning disabled or a high-functioning um, person with um, developmental disabilities, one can call their local organization, the local yeshiva, the local tzedakah, which, for example, is still doing mailings. Right. And one of the things that Hask developed over the years was using their people to get paid to do mailings. Right. I remember when I was involved with the Vadat Salas Yisrael, I had a whole group from Hask doing our mailings for us. So a mother or a father can call the local tzedakah and say, look, if you need help with stuffing envelopes, stamping envelopes, doing other things, folding, I will be glad to work with my child in my home to help you with this. And this will give them a project to occupy their day. Correct. I mean, it won't occupy the whole day, but it certainly do breaks. Also, it's very important for the parents to keep the schedule as much as possible. So if the child is used to waking up at a certain time and getting on the bus a certain time, they should try to keep that schedule, even though they're not getting on the bus. Because a schedule for the day Breaking it up in small bits, depending upon the level of the child, will help the child through the day. More importantly, you mentioned the task force. You mentioned Hask, Ohel, uh, Mishkan, uh, Makar. All these organizations, I'm sure, would be glad to help. If you call the task force, um, you know, Dr. Zagheim is the head of the task force, together with a group of people who will work very hard. We have 40 organizations. Each one of them is available to you on the phone. So, for example, I know that Three Gluck is offering these kind of services on the phone, and we could come up with a plan for each and every child. Don't do it yourself. You need other people to help you through it. You may, your son or daughter may have a friend from school or from where they are in residence where 
you can make a contact because there's nobody else in the family. Either they had the virus, they're over it, or we know they're safe because they were tested. And you can make a plan that way to do a play date for even for a half hour. It would relieve the date tremendously. Of course, you have to be safe and you have to figure this out. But don't believe you're all alone. Believe there are people ready to help. And if you call Dr. Rosenstein personally, 917-855-3362, I will put you in touch with the people at the task force, and I will be more than glad to send you along the right way to help you get through this terrible thing, which we think is beginning to lessen, so that we hope to miss Hashem in a month or so the kids may even be back in program. Um, so. Um, Dr. Rosenstein, is this what, what you just recommended, which is such a great recommendation that, that any organization and really any effort that's doing mailings or other, you know, uh, the projects that, you know, volunteers would fit into, it's such a great option. Is this something you've mentioned to all the task force organizations? Is this something you've brought to their attention that they could reach out to groups and homes like that in order to get that personnel? Of course. Of course. Okay. Every one of the task force organizations... We we will be having a meeting tomorrow of the exec of the task force, and I will mention it to them tomorrow at this meeting uh, so that they're aware of this. But each one of them is a great organization. I mean, most of them are way above Dr. Rosenstein. They have many, many people. But as I mentioned, there are many organizations in the task force. There are 40 organizations, right. and there are very smart people there. Believe me, uh, people who are running Pesach Tikva, people who are running, as I mentioned, Sweet Luck, um, People who are running, uh, oh, these are people who are menusu menucha. They're tested. They know. And if they don't have the answer on the spot, they will get back to the parent and they will work with them because they're all there to help. It's free services. We should also, no cost. Right. And no we should, problem. Right. So we should also mention there's different categories. As you said, one is uh, the homes and residences themselves, one is. Uh, those of the uh, background that you're speaking of who have other siblings at home, and they also obviously need attention, especially now as parents, as the bulk of the responsibility for the education falls on the parents. And we, uh, as a general community, don't realize how large that population is. Right? We don't realize how many of our neighbors oh, a, have the additional challenge that you're describing. Yes, Rav Nachum, it's also, one doesn't know that task force was founded about 30 years ago, I don't remember anymore how many years, a long time ago, because the mother was home alone on Yom Kippur with a retarded child. The father went to shul, and the mother could not handle this child, and Nebuch threw him down the stairs, and he got killed. Right. That's when I and some other people got involved in forming the task force. We don't want such tragedies. By the way, even in the home itself, there are certain children who can wash the dishes. Of course, the mother's doing it herself because it's easier. Right. But she has to realize that this is a test to give a child. Give a child a, a, a broom to try to sweep up a little bit. It may not be a great job, but so she'll do it over again later when he's asleep. Right. But the point is to keep them occupied so that they don't uh, add on to their uh, situation, which was given to them by God when they were born or whatever. You know, one of so, the one of the reasons I'm happy you came on the air is because all of us need a reminder that no matter what we're going through, there are people who are going through much more uh, challenging situations. Oh, you better believe it. You better believe it. If I was a director of Michigan today, I wouldn't know what I would do with all the clients. We had so many clients in 15, 20 homes, and each one of them would go out to school. I once had an argument with someone at the state level because they had an 82-year-old woman who they were insistent still had to go to program. I said, wait a minute, she's 82 years old. She's already... 
getting her Social Security at all expenses. Why does she have to go to work? She's 82. <laughs> but that's the rule. If you were in an Iowa, you had to go to you had to go there. <laughs> uh, it's a very funny story. story that I never forgot that story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I thank challenge. I thank you for joining us. Stay safe and stay healthy. And and please, I hope we could all safely be in shul for Shavuos and Mirzasha. Oh, but not only in shul, we hope also in other places. Hundred percent. Shul is part of it. Now, there's also other kind of people. We think about all those people who had to make Pesach, haven't done it in years. They all got an education. No question Staying about it. Staying home for Pesach <laughs> is not a bad thing. It may even be a great thing. <laughs> Uh, that, that's the last time you're going to be invited. Forgive me for that. <laughs> I was going to say it's the last time you're going to be invited to a Pesach program. <laughs> Never went to a Pesach program except once I spoke and went up in the mountains. They wanted to give me lunch, and I told them, Sir, I bought my own matzah. They said, Yeah, we'll give you a steak. I said, If you let me grill it myself on a steak that's kosher for my purpose. Wow, <laughs> very nice. I like that. <laughs> Well, the child about Bittle, you know, I don't want to get into that. I, I want to be a rub on your program. Zygesund, you got greater rub on him than me. <laughs> Zygesund to be well. There he is, Dr. Joel Rosenshine, task force on the children and families at risk. Something to keep in mind. That's number one. And secondly, good recommendations in terms of the um, being in touch with organizations and institutions that could use help and could use help from those who have, you know, different abilities and can use help from their own home, meaning they could actually drop something off, have them work on a project, and then uh, and then make sure to pick it up. A lot of creativity out there, and even though it does seem this thing might actually be ending at some point, now for a lot of people it's gotten to the boiling point, and now is a great time to reach out and see if families in challenging situations can use any help in this area. More coming up. You are listening to a um, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.